1: The Reasonable Voices are advocates prioritizing education, preserving our history, leading by example for a peaceful and prosperous world by evoking and embracing both creative artists and political unity as solutions to our challenges. Hello, I'm Marcello Rolando, the Reasonable Voice, washing my hands often and fortunately able to work from my home office and recording studio. Hoping, wishing, and praying all are able to practice social distancing and wearing a protective mask when you must go out for food and supplies. In keeping with the necessity to shelter in place, I'd like to reintroduce entrepreneur, friend, and now father of three, Daniel L. Garner who has some great ideas about what we can do while you and your family stay safe at home. Welcome to the Reasonable Voices News Talk Radio program. I'm your host, Marcello Rolando, the Reasonable Voice, and my guest today is Daniel L. Goner, who is a graduate, by the way, of the University of Virginia, where I met him, where he helped run an arts organization called. Unoya, you know Mr. Rolando. Okay. Unoya. You know Thank you. In Charlottesville, Virginia, for five years. He now runs a wedding venue named Mead. Lake Lodge, and writes under the pen name of O.G. Rose, under which he's penned numerous novels, short stories, and essays. We'll ask him a bit about that, but he's also the photographer of Frozen Glory Photography, and our Reasonable Voice guest Daniel Elgoner lives on a farm in central Virginia with his wife and two children. Welcome to the Reasonable Voices. Daniel, how are you?
0: I'm doing well, Marcella. Thank
1: you for having me today. It's a real treat. It is. You know, it's been a long time. We, Daniel and I, have <laughs> done radi- radio before, but it's been, it's been years. I think, as a matter of fact, when I met you, you were dating your current wife, but you weren't uh, married, right? That's correct.
0: That's correct. It's and, been a, we've we've had a wonderful relationship, Mr. Rolando. I know, and now you have
1: two children,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> and one on the way. Yes. That's correct. All That's right. Excellent. Well, you've been busy, my goodness, with everything you're uh, doing. Oh,
0: goodness.
1: I just wonder... Well, first of all, I, I know you are a writer, and I just wanted to ask you quickly before we get on to why I really asked you to be on the show. You've done novels. Are you self-published? How How is that working?
0: Oh well, we have a few novels, uh, Turn the World. We have one called Blackout. We have another called The Savior. Uh, Lots, a lot of short stories. Uh, we, we, the Turn the World is a finalist in the UNO University of New Orleans uh, yearly contest that they have. Uh, the others, we have some agents that we sent the the text to and had some feedback, some suggestions, and sending it out. And we have the short stories that are going probably about a hundred that we have submitted at this point to different places. Some of them are simultaneous submissions, but just keep it going and lots of different essays. There's some professors at UVA I, I, I work with and that help me uh, perfect my arguments. Uh, you can't, uh, can't get good at writing unless you have good feedback, so it's great to have those people involved. So. Been doing that for a number of years, and uh, most of the work you can find on ogrose.com. There's a lot of work that we, we can't put online because that takes away your chances of getting uh, published with different presses. But you'll find different. Uh, there's a lot of uh, also voice recordings for people that drive their cars and need a podcast.
1: Well, we've got lots to talk about. In any case, so let <laughs> let me let me get to why I asked you to be on the show. I know you were. You were always interested in music, or, or were you always interested in music for that matter? But you, you, uh, uh piano specifically, I know you play the piano and, and compose because, uh, refresh my memory, isn't it your composition that is the intro and outro, uh, theme of the Reasonable Voices podcast? Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. I thought I remembered that. It goes back quite a way. So were you always interested in music, and, and piano specifically, and and do you play other instruments as well? Oh, well,
0: I'd always liked music. I, I was in choir in high school and, and always enjoyed it, um, but I got to UVA and couldn't play a note. I'd always wanted to be able to play an instrument like piano or the violin or the cello viola or, or what have you. Um, but I wasn't able to play anything when I got to college, uh, but I'd always wanted to and that's when I started, uh, I found this old piano in the basement of Old Cabell in a storage facility I started banging banging
1: on to, to begin learning. Uh-huh. So you seem to be, well, say an entrepreneur, it's, it's kind of oversimplifying it because you really are a self-starter in all that you, you take on. There's so many things we've already listed in your intro, but we're going to try, I'm going to try and stick to music. It's just that I find what... All that you do so fascinating i guess that's what i'm oh, saying you. you are a renaissance man that's what i was trying to say yes so well you're kind well i i invited you as you know to be on the program today because you have created a new way to play the piano or to learn how mm-hmm. to play the piano and possibly how to compose at the piano uh which is mm-hmm. an which is a different thing altogether Tell us about this. What is the name of your new creation and how did you discover this new and different from uh, the traditional methods, I guess, of playing the piano and composing?
0: First off, thank you for your very kind words. It's very kind of you and I appreciate it. Well, generally speaking, one of the reasons why I never actually started playing piano until I got to college is because it, it seemed like a lot. It felt like the treasure was inside and there was no way to to get it. And and music theory was very complex and I didn't quite understand it. And so I was in the basement of Old Cabell just kind of pounding away at the keys and I I went online and I I learned the theme song to The Last of the Mohicans. And, you know, I memorized that sort of route memorization, but I didn't feel like I could play the piano. I could just play a song on the piano. It felt very limiting. But, you know, I was playing and I noticed um, you know, so I learned that. Then there was a Malisha Key song that I, I liked, and I was playing that song, Fallman. I said, Oh, it's, it's kind of like all of the notes are in these two L's, you know, starting with the with the F sharp and then moving to the C sharp. I was like, oh, well, you know, all the notes are, are in you know, are in these patterns. And if I stay in those patterns, it doesn't really matter the order that I hit the the keys in. I, I'm not going to sound uh, I'm going to sound nice. I'm going to sound I'm going to sound pleasant
1: let me let me interrupt you just a second the two l's what do you mean
0: well in my mind when i was playing the piano it looked to me as if all of the notes that were in that alicia key song i was trying to learn were inside of the two l's because on the piano you have um uh, you know you have these two sections generally speaking that the 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 three black keys and then it's divided by two white and it has those two black keys yeah and that's that kind of section repeats all up and down the piano and to me it looked like there were these two l's that all of the notes were in and then i noticed that those two l's repeated all up and down the piano okay. and if i stayed within those patterns in any of the sections on the piano there was no dissonance and it was very visual to me and, and the patterns in the, in the visual made a lot of sense and then i found out that wait a minute there's also a long l that and then there's a upside-down L and these different shapes, all of which consisted of one single pattern, which was an L, and if I just stayed in whatever one of those versions I, I wanted to, to to stay in, then I wouldn't have any dissonance. And I'll be sure to include some images and some visual aids uh, for the guests today to see what I'm talking about. And once I began thinking of music in terms of patterns and shapes, what was a lot of fun is then I could just, I could blend, practice and creation. The very act of practicing became an act of creation because I was making music as I learned and memorized these shapes. I didn't feel like now that I would have to wait, say, five years of learning the piano before I could start making my own music. I was immediately in a place where I could begin the creative process.
1: Okay, so you obviously are a visual person. So you are, and as you're talking to me, I'm thinking about this as I... You know, have a degree in music. I'm not a pianist by any means, but I certainly have played piano. As a matter of fact, from what you've described, not thinking in terms of L's, but I would play around at the piano even in high school uh, in the Mm. music teacher's room, and I did uh, by ear figure out some things that I could actually play. She was always annoyed that I wouldn't study piano because she thought that I would I did well but you you visualize and I want to say this because I can speak to it as a person who knows the piano keyboard as you've described so we have Mm. we have white keys and we have black keys and the black keys are arranged in sets of three and then separated by a couple of white keys and then and then another pattern of two black keys now that's an oversimplification but anyone looking at a piano as they listen to this will understand what we're talking about. So you are saying, for instance, that the, let's call it an F sharp, because that's what one of the black keys is, the one that's furthest to the left of the three pattern. You're saying that that is an L, the one line of an L, and then making a right turn, if you will, and heading up the scale of the keyboard, that is the bottom part of the L, and and when you play within that L pattern, you play without dissonance. um, That's correct. And that you have figured out to you as you look at this, you created something that you, because you saw L's at different positions on the keyboard and by working those positions, I guess my question is, do you create a sheet of music that is not notes, but rather the keys of the keyboard marked as the L patterns that you see and then you can play from that? Is that what you're saying?
0: Yes. Yeah, and, and, and and also too, by having these patterns, you know, one of the one of my, my big one of the reasons I think a lot of people don't play music who want to play music is uh. because they find traditional theory too complex. Yes. And and certainly this method that I've created will work with traditional theory, but the key is that it makes traditional theory optional. It's no longer something that you have to learn in order to, to learn piano. Uh-huh. So so when you sit down at the piano and you, and you have these L's, you're able to just improvise, you're able to just play and define the music you want to play. This method isn't going to enable you, say, to write sheet, sheet music, or it's not going to help you, say, read music, uh-huh. um, and, th- and those are skills you can learn from traditional theory, and if you learn it, then more power to you, because that's a very, very impressive skill. What this is going to do is free you to make the music that you want to make then and there, improvise, to discover. This is going to be more on the side uh, for people who say are right frame, for people who are looking to make to make music as opposed to play songs that already exist. It's going to free them up to just, um, to just go, uh, to just free. Because all they have to know is which pattern they want to play in. And there's a chart that comes with, with the book. They just put on their music stand. They, they see the shape they want to play in. They locate that shape on the keyboard. It's, it's very easy to do. Then they kind of lock themselves into that shape, sort of like bowling alley guardrails. You know, uh-huh. like you're at a bowling alley and the guardrails are up and the bowling ball won't go in the gutter. And then they're just liberated to play whatever they like within that pattern. Mm-hmm. And there won't be any dissonance. And, and the the the, the court also comes with videos to show what this looks like and how it sounds. And the key too is music liberates people to play the music they want to play.
1: So I know what you're talking about because we've you've talked to me about it in person and sitting at a uh, piano but for the person who's listening yes, we do have a book we do have videos, we do have all of that and we're certainly going to talk about that and how to, to get those things at the end of the second segment but For right now the person sitting there who's never heard of this and is trying to get, wrap their head around it you do have in place of sheet music with notes on it you have wow. something that they can put on the piano that shows the keys, that represents the keys, they look like The keys, actual keys on the keyboard, and you have your L's, your patterns, placed on that, so by this visual, they are able, because this is what I thought the other night when we talked about this, they are able to improvise piano compositions to make music. Okay. All right. Well, we've established that. That's a good thing. One, one other thing. Uh, before we go, we do need to break uh, in a second here. But who are you attempting to reach with your new pattern method? I don't know that we actually named the pat. Is it called the L pattern method, or is is that the name it's called, of
0: it? It's, it's called the Daniel L Garner pattern
1: method. Okay. And and who? I guess I'm wondering who's your target audience. You. We have kind of touched on that, but who you who do you think will most benefit from, appreciate, be interested in the Daniel L. Garner pattern method to playing and composing at the piano?
0: That's a good question, and I would say, first off, it's going to appeal to people that have looked for a guide on how to make the music they want to make as opposed to just play songs by other people who just want to be able to sit down at the piano and flow and just play. And really who look to discover as they create, not simply to make songs that already exist. It's gonna be for someone who wants to, more so than say, play a song by Beethoven, sit down and play a song that has never existed before, a song that is their own. I think it's going to appeal to people who have always wanted to learn an instrument, but have felt like the barrier to entry is too high. Um, I think it's going to appeal to people who are more visual than mathematical, I think it's going to appeal to people who are looking exactly like we said to improvise or it's also going to appeal to people who want to learn how to play an instrument with other instruments because if you find the pattern that say you have a friend who plays guitar, well if you know what key he's playing it, let's say it's the key of G, uh, well there's a shape that corresponds to that key and as long as you play in that shape you're going to be able to play with your friend. Uh, and the same can happen if someone, like a family member or a friend, sits down next to you at the piano. If they know what shape you're playing in, they can play with you. So I think people often do, lastly, who generally consider themselves more right brain than left brain. although I wouldn't dare suggest that uh, that only right brain people can use this method.
1: Got you. And when you say what shape you're in, you mean what L pattern you're in? Yes, sir. Okay. All right, we're going to stop on. This is fascinating to me because, as I said, I did have the benefit to uh, uh, visiting Daniel recently. I hadn't seen him in oh since (laughs) two two children ago or something, but in any case, um, but what I discovered, because uh, I confess, even with a degree in music, when I was in high school and at the Peabody, I would often sit down at the piano, and I did have a theme in my head which I could play, but... It wasn't a full piece. It, I, never, I couldn't develop it. So I'd like to say, in my opinion, my musical educated opinion, Daniel L. Garner's L-shaped pattern method is a way to reach more people who would like to make music. How's that, Daniel?
0: Yes, yeah, that's exactly
1: right. Okay, then. Well, on that high note, ha-ha, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back in a moment with our guest today, our reasonable voice, Daniel L. Gunner. Stay with us, and this Renaissance man, we'll be right back. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Andy Film Minute. Getting old. There comes a time when you start to realize it's too late to regain what's lost. You feel you've become too old to be relevant. The sometimes only slightly younger, the workplace, and the world in general all seem to shy away. Yet even when we acknowledge that life may never again be as it once was, or as we wanted it to be, choice remains, and there resides the potential for poignant, relevant, and deeply moving stories. I'll See You In My Dreams, starring Blythe Danner. Must we remember this wonderfully talented star of Stage and screen merely as the mother of Gwyneth Paltrow? Here Danner plays a widow and former singer facing just such a turning point. With a little help from her friend, she makes choices again. She falls in love again with Sam Elliott, no less. She begins to end her isolation and reconnect to the life around her. This is a funny and compassionate story. A story for all of us. I'll See You in My Dreams falls within the so called silver dollar genre. Sensitive films that touch the heart of a certain generation. A generation that is still ever growing. I'll See You in My Dreams, not in theaters. Discovery through rental. Welcome back to The Reasonable Voice's news radio program. I'm your host, Marcello Rolando, The Reasonable Voice, and my guest today is a good friend and colleague of many years, Daniel L. Gunner. He's a graduate of the University of Virginia in Charlottesville, Virginia. We've worked together in the past, but it's been quite a while. And the other uh, day, I uh, not, not terribly long ago, for the first time in a couple of years, I think, I actually saw Daniel. I visited him and... He explained to me, again, I want to mention, I have a a bachelor degree in music. I know music. I direct musicals, operas, and all of that. I'm not a pianist, but I certainly have played the piano, and Daniel showed me, with his new L pattern method, showed me a way to see how I could not only play the piano, but that I could compose, improvise at the very least, at the piano. Piano compositions, and he can he can show us how to do that on on other instruments as well. And he's got videos yeah. about it. And and uh, any any case, let's let's get back to Daniel. He'll tell you all sure. about it. So Daniel, yeah, I'm just fascinated about uh, about this because it it takes something I know and a lot of people know, millions of people know, and yet it takes it to uh, it opens it up to millions more as as well in addition to so. We talked about your target audience and I liked the way you answered that question. What's so unique, (laughs) if we haven't said that enough already, but let's break it down. What is so unique about your method, your L pattern method of learning how to play the piano and what do you mean by switching between patterns? Take your Uh, time.
0: Well, well, first off, it, it, it excites me that someone who Knows music as well as, as, as you have, teaching at Juilliard and being as musically talented as you are, would see this method and see a keyboard and feel like it makes music new because that's really one of the main things I, I wanted to do is to make something so familiar brand new.
1: Well, you um, did that. I, I,
0: well, wonderful. And, uh, and like you say, there's also ways to make it work. In other, I mean, it works on the xylophone, it works on the accordion, I, I can go on. Um, but I would say some of the ways this method is different is one, it doesn't conflate music theory or reading music with making music. So the barrier of entry is lower. Uh, it uses patterns and shapes instead of numbers and math. And there's a lot of people of whom thinking are much more visual in that when you start using numbers and words, it all gets kind of confused in their head. Um, It it also makes people sound good while they're learning, not just after they learn. Uh, A lot of people will get a piano and they want to learn, but they're upstairs and they're banging on the keys and they know everyone downstairs can hear them and it doesn't sound very good, so they get embarrassed and so they stop. Uh, But this is going to to take away of that. It's It's going to enable you to play music, not just songs. So you'll be able to sit at the piano, just compose. Like you were saying, you have something in your head. But a lot of people struggle to figure out how to get the music in their head out in the piano. And but knowing that there are shapes, you can begin narrowing it down. Once you locate the shape, you say, Oh, that's that key, that note's in it, That's note's in it. Well, if you know that note's in it, then you know which of the L shapes is in, or you can begin narrowing it down. And you can actually you actually have a guide to find the music that is in your head, uh, so that it's not just stuck, you can actually put it in the world. Um, it helps. I think the method also helps erase the fear of failure, because it gives you this guy. I think when you look at a piano, instead of seeing nothing or just chaos and randomness, you see patterns, you see something logical, you see something, there's a logic to it. And it, and it provides you with bearing to know where to start, if you're a beginner. I and mean, it liberates you to play freely. And you also talked about the transition. The other thing is for experts, for people who are more familiar with music, this is going to teach you how to transition between keys instantly, how to modulate very quickly where it's not going to be complex. It's going to really open musical possibilities It really help you improvise and create your own music very, very quickly in a manner of discovery as opposed to sitting down with pen and paper and trying to write it out and trying
1: to write it out on sheet I get all of that. I just want to keep telling people, uh, don't go away, listen, we are going to tell you where you can find online more information in the way of videos that Daniel has made, which makes this even clearer, but when you see it and you break down, uh, the breakdown that he does, and what you're looking at, you simply, from what I've seen, you you are instead of looking at notes on sheet music, you are looking at a keyboard on this sheet music, in quotes, that has his L-pattern method overlaid, perhaps? That's uh, maybe... Yeah, a, yeah. Okay, and because of that, people who don't know music, who did not go to Peabody, can right. make music, and I just find right. that so, it's, it's, it just opens up the love and appreciation for and the ability to create music to the masses—that's my opinion. Yeah. Okay. So tell me, tell oh, yeah, us, absolutely. describe because I was I was fascinated by one of the videos in particular where um, Michelle was playing the violin and you were playing the piano. Tell us what you were demonstrating in that video, and and why people should look for that one as one of the first they see, or do you think it's one of the first they should see? Oh, I think it's
0: a good. One. Well, one. You know, it's a good video because my beautiful wife in it. That's so that true. That's a good video, you know. And then two, that's an example of showing you how quickly you can use this method to, to make music with other people. Because uh-huh. that's one of the most fun parts about music is, you know, jamming in a band or playing with other people. And, you know, I, in the video, you see Michelle who's playing a song and I sit down at the piano and I very quickly figure out, not having any idea what she's playing, I very quickly am able to figure out what pattern she's in, and once I know what pattern she's in, as long as I'm locked into that pattern, which is repeats all up and down the keyboard, then I'm just free to play. I can play with her all day long, and I'm not, I'm not and it's going to, it's going to work with what she's playing. It's going to overlay it perfectly.
1: Okay, and I would like to say, I think I should make a question. But when you say pattern, you're talking about keys, what people who know music would call songs or, or orchestral pieces or arias or whatever uh, are in keys. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and then, of course, those keys change uh, throughout the, yeah. the piece uh, uh, quite often. So you're saying the L pattern method is a way to visualize all of that for the person who doesn't necessarily know music. Does that make sense?
0: That's exactly right. And and so listeners know, a key is a collection of notes that, quote unquote, sound good together. Yes. Uh, they, they, they work together. And, and I'll also note, uh, Mr. Rolando, is that even if you didn't know the language of keys, you know, I'm using that language in this interview, but if, if you didn't even know what that was, just knowing the patterns enough you you wouldn't have to know that this pattern corresponds with g you would just need to know that this pattern is different from the other pattern
1: yes and and so that i'm just using that theory to explain it but the the thing that's very
0: important with the pattern method is all of that theory becomes optional It, it it is not something you have to have to learn and like i think you said earlier that opens the doors to millions of people of whom feel like they'll never be able to make music but now they'll be able to
1: yes Yes, that's what hooks me. I'm certainly not a concert pianist, but I work with musicians in directing musicals and opera. I know what they're talking about, they know what I'm talking about, but we are talking to people who have done this professionally for some time. You, on the other hand, Daniel L. Garner, are talking to the world, the world of people who would like to simply be able to sit down at an instrument and make music. That's what's so beautiful about it. Remind us again the the fact that the L pattern method works for more than piano. It works for a number oh, yes. of instruments. Tell us about some of those.
0: Oh yes, and, and yes, sir. Like a, you know, it works on saxophone, works on organ. We're going to have versions later that work on string instruments like cello and violin and guitar and banjo. This whole method can be used on all sorts of instruments, and and that's what's exciting. And and to comment also on what you were saying, I should note. Know, one of the re- I actually came up with this method about ten years ago, and I didn't really think much of it. It just was something that I used. But then I showed it to a friend of mine named Chance, who didn't know anything about piano. And after a month, he sounded like he'd been playing for years. Years. Huh. He did, and he was so grateful, and he was so excited. And, and then I started showing it to kids at Albemarle you know, at the High School through A Three House, and they were so excited. And then I and then I showed a truck driver. I, I do work at a wholesale, and I, I gave it to a truck driver who always wanted to learn piano, had no musical background. He took it home and came back the next day and was just thrilled. He was so excited. Oh, uh, yes. And he's been, ever since, just every day playing <laughs> And so that, to me, is when I started going, you know, maybe this could help people. Maybe this could help lots of people. And and that's one of the reasons we're doing this.
1: Exactly. And that's what I've been trying to say, too. That's what hit me as soon as you started talking to me. We sat on the piano bench side by side. We looked at what you were saying, which is why I think people need to see the videos. I came to that conclusion within minutes that this will help everybody out there who's always wanted to play the piano, to make music, to make, to create this beautiful art, you know, outside themselves. And, and uh, yeah. I, I think it has tremendous potential. And even if it's just somebody who wants, you know, every now and then to sit down and play right. to, and to enjoy for themselves, it not, they don't have to necessarily be performing for an audience. It, it's, right. it just has so much, so much of a gift to people
0: i really am excited about the therapeutic dimension yes yes like you're saying
1: yes a person can sit down and just play because there's music therapy yes it it truly does
0: keep the soul alive it
1: does but
0: but for so many people it feels inaccessible uh but when you can sit down and say oh today i feel like this pattern captures the emotion i feel well then they just sit down and they stay in that pattern it's like my two kids They'll sit up on the piano bench, and I say, okay, guys, we're going to stay in that L. And then I'll play, and they just look at the pattern. They're two and four, and they'll play with me by just staying in that pattern. So I think there's a therapeutic and a community element to yes. it as
1: well. Yes, yes. I see it. I get what you're saying. And I see that it's for the masses, and I love that. I love music. Therefore, I would, I love the fact that more people can make music. I love it. Is there a particular favorite thing about your L-pattern method? I mean, and if so, what is it and, and why? Well, my favorite thing is just to be able to... I've I
0: composed hundreds of songs because I can just stay in the pattern. And, and what's interesting is a lot of people ask, well, how do you remember the song? Well, when you write these, when you make these songs, your your brain remembers them. It. Yes. It's pretty wild. Your brain is so good at remembering music. Um, The thing I love about it, too, is I've Someday, set at the piano for hours because there's no end. As you just stay in the pattern, you can transition out of patterns where they cross. You can. I, I've, I've had three hour sessions and you sit. The time slips by and you don't even realize it without ever stopping because mm. the music just keeps coming. So there's an endlessness to it. I, I think for me too, just in creating the method, a favorite thing about it is just seeing how much people it helps people, how yes. much they enjoy it. How they so quickly go, Oh my goodness, I actually can do this Oh yes. Where for years and you know, for years and years they go, Oh, I've always wanted to play an instrument. Oh, I've already always wanted to do that and within you know, very in minutes they go, Wait a minute, I actually can do this. I can I can stay in a pattern. I might not be able to read, you know, sheet music, but I can stay in a shape and how excited <laughs> they get and you know, I have a bunch
1: of friends that have gone and bought pianos, keyboards so that yes. they can so that they
0: can do it, because it, it excites them. So that that is, for me, what's very, very needed, and then the ability to play with other
1: people. Exactly. All right, we're going to now, we're going to spend our last few minutes here talking about how our listeners today can learn more about your L-pattern method and composing on the piano. And I should say, you know, in case anyone out there listening thinks that when you sit down and we talk about, I, I keep saying composing and improvising, on the piano, even though that's more commonly thought of as, uh, you know, jazz and whatever, you, you can compose any music you like, any genre yeah, you like, yeah. anything you feel, if, because it comes from you by using yeah. Daniel L. Elgonner's L Pattern Method. Okay, Daniel, how do we yeah. find out more? Website? Uh, you? How do we find out? Do you, and the videos? I think people need to see the videos. I loved it. How do they find out more? That's it.
0: Well, every. Everything is going to be available on the www com. You can also get there just the Daniel L. Garner Pattern Method. They all go to the same website, just there's multiple ways to remember, then just dot mcom And uh, there you'll find the book, there you'll find the, the videos, all those things will be available. The trailers will have testimonials, just ways that you can get the whole package.
1: Okay. Now I want you to say all of that again very slowly. All the websites. <laughs> that's right. I do have a tendency to go back. <laughs> well, now, it's your enthusiasm. Up. There's nothing wrong with enthusiastic. There passion. you go.
0: There you go. Um, well everything's going to be available at the Daniel L garner Pattern dot com. So it's just the name of the of the of the pattern.com. And you'll also be able to get there at D L G. TM.com, just a, a simple abbreviation for it. And there we're going to have the book, uh, we're going to have samples, we're going to have the videos, we're going to have a class structure, have trailer videos, also hoping to get testimonials from different people who have used the method so you can see what it does, but we'll also have Facebook, we'll have Instagram, all hopefully get the Patreon and all these things up, and really excited for people to see it.
1: Something you just said that made me think of this. Oh, yes, your cameraman who shot the videos for you. Tell us uh, yeah. uh, briefly about that video that the two of you were in and, and about how that worked.
0: Well, that was a, that was a lot of fun because I'd never met Michael. You know, I hired him to come do the videos for the class. And he was filming, He's like, man, maybe I could do the piano. I was like, oh, well, well, come on, sit down. Sit down, let's see if you can do it. And, uh, you know, had him sit down and start playing with me. I said, okay, you see that? stay in that factory, And then we and we played together. So that was that was hilarious because I kind of just called him out and said, oh, come sit down. Let's, let's film it. <laughs> and, and had him do it. So I enjoyed doing that. And he, and he laughed and he, he took it and showed his dad. And his dad's always wanted to play, play music. And his dad's been so excited. So that, that was neat.
1: Wonderful! It really, it really, it was a moment. I enjoyed watching it. So, uh, uh, is there a telephone number associated with this yet, or Facebook page, or Twitter, or anything else, or we too uh, is too soon for that?
0: Well, there's going to be a Facebook and the Twitter and the social media. We'll definitely have all of that, and and we'll uh, we'll definitely uh, have it on the thereasonablevoice.com. Thanks, thanks to you. so Absolutely. We'll have that as well, that people can access. So we'll we'll definitely have
1: all. of Okay, that all sounds grand, and I know I'm I'm driving you crazy, but uh, give me the, that website, the two websites again, because I want people to see these videos. You know, the videos are only less than a minute long for the most part, and they but they explain step by step. Tell us again. No, thank you, Martello, and it's going to be
0: the Daniel L. Garner, pattern Method or for short, D L G
1: com. just an acronym of um, the yes.
0: Daniel L. Goner Pattern Method. So those would be the that's how you can get it to the
1: website. Excellent. All right, Daniel. Thank you so very much for being on the show. We wish you all the best because you are doing something as always has the potential for having a positive, rippling, creative effect on so many, many people. The Daniel L. Goner L Pattern Method, and I'm so glad you talked to us about it on radio so we can share it. Okay.
0: Thank you so much, Marcello.
1: This has been a pleasure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And all the best to the family, yes? Oh, absolutely. Those we can see and are not seen yet. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: Thank you so much, Marcello. You
1: got it. Bye now. Bye. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. Movie geeks, take note. Quartet is Dustin Hoffman's first directing credit. Let us see what this old pro might have up his artistic sleeve. Ah, no tricks, deep meaning or acting bravado, just a delightful stroll through an old age home filled with funny and lovable retired performers. Sure, there are threads of a plot. One couple were married once, but she cheated soon after the wedding and he has never forgiven her. She was a big star and is still a diva, and arrives to shake up the place with her airs and demands. Another thread is the unlikely need to put on a show ostensibly to save their beloved retirement home with the proceeds. But for the show to work, the old lovers must reunite and our diva must be able to hit a note she is no longer confident can be reached. Not exactly heavy material, but we celebrate Quartet for what may be the best reason of all. It's simply enjoyable entertainment. Here we have another entry into the silver dollar trend, films on senior subjects populated by the most appealing of elder stars. The humanity is real, the laughs strike true, and we learn that Dustin Hoffman respects us by not taking himself too seriously. What's not to like? Quartet. Not in theaters. Discovery through Rental. Find us on the web at IndieFilmMinute.com. Hello, I'm Marcello Rolando, the Reasonable Voice, thanking you for joining us in becoming one of the reasonable voices heard around the world. Missing you and us, too. There was little reason for my grandmama to leave her huge farm to go into town a few miles away for groceries, gasoline, farm equipment, overalls, and newspapers. Now I only go back for the funerals and do hear on the breeze what I've missed. I'm not into romanticizing the past. Believing things, for the most part, are always improving, until G.W. and Cheney, of course. "'as long as what's new doesn't obliterate what's been with what's coming round the bend. "'I don't miss Mayberry or my slumlord friends on Shelter Island, "'but I do miss New York City neighbourhoods, walking city blocks, "'and being constantly in rehearsals for something. "'I miss Gypsy and Heinrich, best and worst watchdogs respectively. "'Don't miss Dad and Mom so much as it still feels like they're here.' But I do miss people who trim their trees back from power lines, so when the winds come we keep our A.C. I miss hailing a yellow cab for Carol Channing, strolling midtown with Colin Dewhurst, and chatting with James Whitmore about the next voice you hear. He said I was too young to have seen it, but while other boys my age were outside playing ball, I was watching old movies on T.V., "'Mr. Whitmore was so proud of the fact "'that he had made the movie with Nancy Reagan "'before she met Ronnie. "'But I told him I would never forget "'what it felt like when God spoke to him on his radio. "'I miss that. "'I miss taking time to tune up with morning prayers "'and reel-to-reel Gregorian chant. "'I don't miss fast cars and curvy roads, "'for that's still how I relax. "'I miss Jimmy Stewart and Harvey.' Yul Brynner and the American Original Six, Gregory Peck, whom Mom told, My son is an actor, too. I never miss Florida, except when I think of hurricanes two hundred and fifty miles offshore pinning me against the lifeguard chair, streaking back my hair with beach sand, my lips rimmed like a margarita glass, and the ocean some distance away lapping occasionally at my toes, as a seagull above makes no headway because of headwinds. I miss the silence that can only be heard without the din, and I miss people who understand the wisdom in that. I miss Marvin's White Boots as much as our drama classes. I miss my voice lessons with Wayne and Ernie, and both the Peabody and Baltimore opera in the days of George Woodhead and Bill Januzzi, the only man who smoked more cigarettes than my sixty-one-year-old brother, just diagnosed with the lungs of an eighty-year-old. I miss him already. For me, missing is more happy memories than sad longing. But I do miss not seeing my best friend Lance Thomas Viney. However, I don't miss the Silver Diner, his favourite dining choice. I do miss my annual trips to Europe, but it was a wonderful career that suspended them, so we make our choices. I miss dates on letters even to find telephone numbers on bills, and I miss sleeping more than five hours a night. But most of all, I miss who we were in the sixties. I miss Abraham, Martin, and John, and Bobby, too. Join us. Become one of the reasonable voices heard round the world. Thank you.